no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Barry Centrals. On today's show, we continue our coverage of NFL free agency and much, much more. A-Dub, talk to him. What's going on, man? How you been, Fred? In San Antonio, my hotel room is quiet, thank God, because last time I had to record a pod from the hotel, it was a little noisy, and I definitely had some words with some people on my floor, but all good. <laughs> I'm just over here, man, um, knocking out things, getting ready, you know, um, to uh, head out a little bit later, you know, with the family and chill out, man. See, that's what it's all about. I love that balance, A-Dub. I love that balance. I uh, look forward to getting back to the shy. Later this weekend, I'm down here covering some Sweet 16 stuff, but um, my grandmother, everybody knows, and I appreciate the audience and listeners that have been hitting me up and, and checking in on me. But, you know, this is a tough time for my family. It's the, the second year anniversary of my grandmother's passing. So, you know, a lot of things have been kind of interesting this week, but uh, man, just everybody keep me in your thoughts. I'm <laughs> trying to push through and Definitely wanted to make sure that we got some content for you this weekend. I'm hoping to get back to Chicago and get to spend some time with the family and, and reflect and, you know, celebrate my grandmother a little bit. Man, rest in heaven the grandma. Bears fans, y'all was coming for my boy Ryan Poles. I didn't appreciate it. I know A-Dub sure in the hell didn't appreciate it. Listen, this man deserves a couple chances here now. I mean, y'all went through all these years of the Ryan Pace shenanigans here in this town, and Ryan Poles has one thing that's not even totally his fault. And people lose their shit over at A-Dub. I was, like, looking at all the stuff on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? They lucky that A-Dub and I are busy with other platforms because we would have did an emergency pod just to let y'all know that y'all was foul for the way y'all treated Ryan Poles last week. Yeah, man. They were wrong for treating uh, uh, Poles like that, man. It's unfortunate, Prez. But you know what? I'm a Ryan Poles fan. What Prez says is I'm going to give this man the same opportunity as I keep telling y'all that we gave to Ryan Pace. Now, if the guy wants to do things a little bit more methodical, maybe want a little, maybe want to do things a little bit more slower pace, I'm gonna let him do his thing. I'm not gonna say anything, but I tell you one thing, Mr. Pose, Bears fans, I think they are all prepared for what's gonna probably be a rough season. I think we all pretty much know that we're in for a long rebuild here this season. So I think Bears fans, you guys just need to recognize what the situation is and know that things are gonna be rough. But well, we gonna cheer for this team regardless. We see it works. Absolutely, man. We gonna cheer for this team. Give this team a chance to continue to develop and continue to grow, man. But I will say, I'm sure Ryan Poles learned a lot from that situation with Big Larry and that signing, and I guarantee that shit won't happen again to him. But like I, like we said on Chicago State of Mind, I give him credit for not going through with that contract because we have seen the history in this town before where GMs will sign, they'll draft guys that are injured. And then it puts us in a bad spot. At least he cut his losses and said, you know what? We're not going to sign this guy. It's not going to happen. And that's important right there, Prince. Because you know what? Have we signed him? And then the guy suffers some more injuries, that would be a bigger problem. So smart thing with Poles, doing the right thing. Hey, we're not going to bring the guy on board. No. So I'm done talking about that part of this, but I'm just going to let y'all know. Get his man the same opportunity we gave Ryan Pace in the past because I just don't want to hear it. 
He's made a lot of uncomfortable decisions and probably a lot of tough decisions that not only for him, but also for the fan base. You, there are a lot of popular people. We talk about it. A lot of popular people have left town, but hey, listen, that's what comes with life. <laughs> Things happen. Change happens. Sometimes you got to get used to it. So, Ryan, you got me and A-Dub support over here. We, we're going to ride with you, man. We're going to ride with you. Another guy, obviously, that has the support of these of the two of us on this show is one, Justin Fields. As I told you guys last year, this is a Justin Fields podcast because we love Justin Fields over here. And I'll tell you one thing, man, the connection, the natural connection between him and Darnell Mooney, especially what I've been seeing from these two working out all offseason, I'm loving it because that's going to show you right now the stuff they're doing off the field, those habits. That shit is going to translate over to the fields, and I'm expecting a big-time season from Darnell Mooney and, of course, from Justin Fields, a dub. Money Moon! The there bank going to be open, Chris. <laughs> I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. so, too, man. But the thing is, you're right, Chris. That chemistry, man, building it all season, getting to work early like they've been doing, man, that can't do nothing but help going forward. So I like what those two guys are doing together. And I'll say this, and, and, I'm, and this is me putting on my Bears homer cap, but I don't think there's been a duo that I've seen, at least around the league, that has been working out as much as these two have together every time I see these two there together I'm like man I feel like Money Moon will move to Atlanta as much as he been kicking it down there <laughs> for real man these guys like hey look we gonna continue this whole thing man keep it going and I love it Perez the fact they get that much work in together man you're right it's like these guys are probably inseparable right now that's a good thing you want that from your your, your top target because he realizes hey I need money and and, and on, on the flip side of that Darnell needs to have that connection with Justin because you want to be in sync with that guy. Because if they're in sync off the field, man, on the field, it's game over. Absolutely, Perez. And they're like, look, we got robbed last year with how we were operating together. But this year, going to be totally different. Yeah, and that's that's the part that gets me really excited when I see the fact that Luke Getzey's in here working with this, uh, with this duo. And also, too, just seeing or just kind of wondering what plan of attack he's going to have for this offense, A-Dub. So, again... It's one of those situations with this team. We know that Justin Fields was not put in ideal situations last year. We've talked about that at nausea. We don't even need to get into that here today. But just saying that I feel like we're in good hands and moving in the right direction at least. Yeah, and that's the most important right there, Perez, no matter what the outcome is, is the fact that we are moving in the right direction. So I like when you said that part, man, because that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, now I know all this during the combine – I, I definitely probably rained on a lot of you guys' parade because everybody was, like, so hyped about Chris Olave. And I'm telling y'all, hey, relax on those 40 times. We've seen that shit before. But I, I would say Chris Olave, he's looking like a pretty decent prospect now. Um, and he came out and he was talking yesterday at his pro day, and he was saying how he would love to team up and play with Justin Fields. I don't know if it's feasible because Olave is probably going to be in the first round and the Bears don't have a first-round draft pick. But honestly – that would be kind of cool. We were just talking about someone having a connection with the receiver, right? And obviously, Justin Fields has a connection with his college teammate and top one of his top weapons. Oh, yeah, Perez. That would be cool, man. You know, a good marriage, a good relationship with those two guys already have in the past, work together, you know. Um, you know. But, yeah, man, if that could happen, Perez, that would be cool, man. But I don't think it's going to happen, you know, because I know you're right. Chris, <laughs> Chris is one of those guys, man, who's probably going to be maybe in the first round, Perez. But definitely, if he slips in the second round, we might have to jump on that right away. I don't see that happening, but I would say uh, there may be a situation that maybe uh, Ryan Poles may be intrigued to trade up. But I think, 
honestly, they can find really good t- uh, good. Uh, I think they can find really good wide receivers in that second round of the draft. Uh, Christian Watson, someone that we've both talked about on the show. I wouldn't be upset if we settled in on a guy like that in round two. I don't want to give up any more draft capital, but I think if they wanted to go after Olave, they would probably have to trade up to get him. But you're right, Perez. I'm with you, man. Let's cautious with that trading up. We've seen Ryan Pace do it a lot, man, and uh, that come back to bite you sometimes. So I just want us to be careful. Yeah, but I, I would say, man, it would be kind of crazy if something did happen. So listen, I hope that you were right, Adel, when you said that he could fall. I hope so, because if he does and he's there for the taking, then maybe it might be a little easier for Ryan Poles to trade up within the second round as opposed to trade up into that first round. So, yeah, I think that might be a little bit of an easier conversation. Makes it a lot easier if it happened that way. But, yeah, man, we'd love to have Chris, man, with this duo here, man. Money Moon, Chris, and Justin Fields. That sounds, that sounds good, doesn't it? Well, it's young, you know, and it has a lot of potential with yeah. some of the other guys that we that we signed, and we're going to get into it a little bit, audience. But, I mean, see, that's the thing, audience. When I, when I look at this team right now and I look at it on paper, and I know a lot of people are disappointed with what's been happening in free agency, but it's because we're so used to having a GM here that just throws money at everything, and you got a guy now that's the adult in the room, and he's not going to do that. See, Ryan Poles is the dad that's responsible. Dad's like, no, you're going to invest. And you're like, man, Dad, I don't want to invest. Well, that's what Ryan Poles is telling y'all. Y'all going to have to invest. So he's like, listen, take it, take it slow and easy. Ryan Pace was the cool dad. He let you spend all your damn money. <laughs> and look what that got us, guys. Look what that got us. Hey, man, the wrong side of the spectrum with that. So I, I got to applaud you know, Ryan Poles for doing something different, being different. Sometimes being different is the right thing to go, right thing to do. Yeah, it ain't always a bad thing. I know in this day and age, everybody wants to sit here and we, we want to follow the same path as somebody else did. No, sometimes it's okay to, to set out on your own, set course on your own, right? And sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to be different. I know back in the day when somebody was different, everybody kind of point and look like, oh, he a lame. He, look at him doing this other stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I remember the guys that they used to say that was lame. These dudes are millionaires now. You know, I'm not right. trying to get sidetracked, but I remember there was a dude in my high school, A-Dub. All this dude did was walked around. He had his book bag on both his – because, you know, we didn't do that back in the day. We we wore our right. book bag on, on one arm, right? One strap, now, this, yeah. One strap. This dude was doubling up, had headphones on every time you saw him. And everybody's like, oh, man, he a lame. Everybody's trying to beat his ass and all this other weird shit. <laughs> now, I see this dude, he on, he on Instagram, hosting parties in Miami – living it up in the hip-hop world. So like I said, man, it ain't always bad to, to be different. No, it ain't not. it's not, man. It really isn't. So it just shows you that's a story right there, man, that, hey, the weird guy is the one that come out on top. You know, or a different guy, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not, not necessarily weird, but definitely someone different. that's, like, you know, outside the outside the box a little bit. Because And that's one thing, too. See, I never was in that train of, like, let's roast this guy. So listen, I can hit that dude up tomorrow. <laughs> it is all good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just smile, my friends. <laughs> Like but, nine. You know, but that's the way it should be. You know, like, why? I agree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never got that shit with people. You know, like, and then sometimes 2AW, when you and I are out, and I'll look at somebody, and I'm like, man, I wonder what's up with old boy. But then, like, the compassion part of me hits in, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let that person be, because you never know what the hell that person got going on. You never know. You never know. You might need a favor or anything, right? Relationship building, you may cross paths at some point. So it's always good to treat people fairly and treat them the right way, man. Yeah, or... Shit, what if that person got some shit going on? Right. Yeah, that's true, too. Especially during these times. <laughs> Definitely during these times. 
But yeah, audience, I, I didn't mean to divert there, but I just that's that's just where my mind went right real quick. I just I just like what Ryan Poles is doing in the sense that I like that he's doing something different that we're not used to. We're not used to the adult in the room. He's that adult in the room, so let's just let him continue to do his work. Now, A-Dub, early in the offseason, we were kind of talking back and forth about our boy Nick Foles. Now, anybody that's listened to this show knows that I have a love-hate relationship with Nick Foles. Now, I went <laughs> on this podcast and I just said, look, we're stuck with Nick Foles here in 2022. No one's going to that, touch that contract. But I don't know if you saw this, A-Dub, but Trevor Simeon came in for a free agent visit this week. And when I saw that, I said, hmm, are the Bears looking at him as a, a true quarterback? And if so, who have they found a trade partner for Nick Foles? I wonder. Mm, I said the same thing, Chris. That's what crossed my mind. Hey, does Poles got something in the works when it comes to Nick Foles? It does seem a little fishy, right? Like something's up down the road. And now this is one thing. You're not going to cut Nick Foles because it doesn't make sense to cut him. But if you can find somebody that's willing to take on that contract, oh, that saves us all kinds of money. And you, as you guys know, as I told you, Ryan Poles, the adult in the room. He's all about investing and saving money. You know he's trying to figure out ways. He's, there's probably some guys right now he's looking at probably thinking like, hmm, how can I get this guy up out of here? I'm telling you, he's probably <laughs> got all kind of shit up his sleeve right now, you know? Hey, man, Poles is working, Prince. He's working, man. He's coming with that strategy. Like, how can I make some things happen? You remember last season when you and I was like, oh, man, we should have traded uh, Foles to the Colts or we should have traded him to this team and that team. And Ryan Pace didn't do it because – Nick Foles had all these preferences. He only wanted to be on a certain type of team, so Ryan Pace was honoring that shit. Well, guess what, Nick Foles? Ryan Poles ain't going to be honoring shit. If he going to find somewhere <laughs> to get that contract out of here, he going to do it, so get used to it. He is not going to do what Ryan Pace did. Ryan Pace did you a solid. If Ryan Poles can find somewhere to send you, your ass is up out of here, son. Hey, Ryan Poles ain't got that kind of bias. He's like, look, man, whatever I got to do to get you out of here, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not playing around, so. Well, that's the way you have to be in that general manager role. It's not personal. It's business, nope. right? At the All end of the business. day, it's business. And on top of that, too, Ryan Poe's sole job is to protect the organization. How do you protect the organization? Getting rid of bad contracts, first and foremost. Thank you, Ryan Pace, for that awful contract. And I, and I will say this, A-Dub, you were not a complimentary of Nick Foles and how he kind of came in this season and, and did a couple things. But – it still don't take away from the fact that I don't understand what Ryan Pace was thinking in the first place by trading for the guy. Anyway, you guys didn't want me to rant about Ryan, um, about Nick Foles, so I'm done with that. But Trevor Simeon, it just makes me wonder, A-Dub, what does Ryan Poles have up his sleeve? He got something up his sleeve, Prez. That's right. Now, Ryan Bates. There's been a lot of Ryans that we've been talking about. Good <laughs> Too many. Too many if you ask me, A-Dub. Yes, sir. But, uh, Ryan Bates, you know, he's coming in here – Sign an offer sheet. The Buffalo Bills got five days to match it. And I look at what Ryan Poles is doing on the offensive line. He's definitely prioritizing that offensive line. Dakota Dozier is another guy that they signed, another interior lineman, A-Dub. But when, when I look at this Ryan Bates situation, this is now a young, up-and-coming, I would say, offensive lineman that he's targeted. And I'm okay with it because, hey, if you get a guy like that that's on the way up and you get him on a team-friendly deal, Oh, man, sky's the limit for a, for a guy like that on your team that you could build and grow with. 
Yeah, press. You're right, man. A guy you can build with. And with that, man, I love his versatility too, man. Left guard or right guard, he can play. Play a little bit of center as well. So this is a nice guy, man. Nice little piece. And I hope we can get him, press. Yeah, hopefully Buffalo stays away from him. If they don't match it, they don't get any draft capital from the uh, from the Bears because they gave him a low tender. And I would say this too. There was a lot of teams that was on this guy's fucking trail because I know he not only did he meet with us, he met with the Patriots, he met with the Vikings. And so I'm hoping that this works out because we already have Lucas Patrick that's going to probably be locking in at that center position. So like right. to the point that you made a second ago with this guy having versatility to play either guard position, hey, this may be the guard. Yeah, might be the one for us, Perez. So I hope it all works out in our favor. I hope so, too. Buffalo Bills, you guys are on the clock. <laughs> Got the countdown going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, before we get out of here, A-Dub, and we've already talked about the situation that happened with, with Big Larry. We don't need to belabor that point, but obviously that was going to be Ryan Pulse's big splash into free agency. So it didn't work out. But – he picked himself up pretty quickly because he went out and signed Justin Jones. And I give the assist to Matt Eberflus on that one because they said that Matt Eberflus got on the phone with Justin Jones because Justin Jones mentioned that during his open presser with the team. And he said, look, he said, hey, this guy called me and said, hey, I need you. And he got the deal done. Two years, $12 million, hey, Doug. Hey, got the job done. As a matter of fact, Perez, I do like Justin Jones, man. That dude played with a lot of passion, Perez, a lot of heart, man. He's always talking about three and out. I mean, I like the guy, man. Yep. I ain't gonna be lying to you for his. And also, too, we got the three technique, but this guy's really good against the run. Now, he's not going to be the disruptive player that I talked about with Big Larry. However, he's going to play that running game really well, and I'm okay with that. And that 4-3 scheme as well, let's do it. Let's bring it. Bring him on in. Two-year, $12 million contract is a lot more affordable than the three-year, $40.5 million contract that they threw out there at Big Larry. I think that things sometimes have, happen for a reason in his life, and I think that this will be a blessing in disguise that we ended up going with Justin Jones over Big Larry. And it could be a blessing in disguise, Perez. And the good thing I like about, like you said, man, that it's a two-year deal. So yeah. we don't have to get over-aggressive over, over, over on this part of it, saying, oh, it's a bad sign. No, two-year deal, that's not bad at all. No, you know how this works with some of these contracts. It could be a glorified one-year deal. It just depends on how it's structured up. Right, absolutely, Perez. Now, I talked about Dakota Dozier. This was another interior lineman that we brought into the fold on a one-year deal. I know Bears Nation, you guys weren't as happy with this deal as maybe some of the other deals that have come out there. But I will say I've done a little film breakdown on him. He's solid. I think that Dakota's going to be more of a depth piece. He could compete, you know, with Bates, you know, for a starting spot there on the offensive line. But I look at it like this. You could never have enough depth. And this is somebody that's versatile. You know how we feel about versatility, Prince. We need that regardless, man. So you're right. Depth piece, I love it, man. Bring him on board. He may not be a starter for us, but, man, coming in, giving us some valuable snaps, that's what we need. Now, and wide receiver. Audience, I know, me and A-Doubles in here talking about uh, who we talking about, Juju, and we wanted this wide receiver. We wanted that wide receiver. <laughs> and we ended up with Byron Pringle from the Kansas City Chiefs. And you yeah. <laughs> you know what? At first, I was like, Pringle, what all those guys we let loose? Man, why him? But I also got to look at the fact that, you know, uh, Poe's got some experience with the guy, know him pretty well, right? And I also got to look at Fam on the two, Perez, is that this guy is very good when, it, when he sees zones. He's not to get open, man. He really does. And a matter of fact, when the play breaks down, he's the guy that ought to get open in that way, too. So it fits Justin Fields with the type of quarterback we have. 
Well, see, I will be careful with that analysis on that one, A-Dub, because his quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. There's no zone defense <laughs> that, that can stop that. So I'm not going to give Brian Pringle that much credit. Okay. This is what I will say. <laughs> I will say I agree with your point that you made as far as Ryan Poles have be, uh, being aware of Pringle, knowing him, and working hand-with-hand with him. And this is a guy that he handpicked, then I think this bodes well for us. And then also, too, Byron Pringle was buried on the depth chart there in Kansas City. They had some very talented receivers. We know they had Tyreek Hill before he got triggered to the Miami Dolphins. Holy right? shit, audience. Holy Woo! shit on that trade. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he said, took the words out of my mouth. Damn. Wow. Five draft picks, $120 million. Good Lord. But anyway. <laughs> but so my thing is with Byron Pringle, though, you might have a guy that's dripping with potential that maybe Ryan Poles tapped on the shoulder at the right time. And this guy's on a one-year, $4 million deal, a prove-it type of deal. What happens if this guy comes in this system and eats? Yeah, that's the point right there, Perez. We don't know what he might get from him, really. But the thing is, if this guy shows a whole hell of a lot, man, he may have some money coming for him. And also, it costs a whole whole hell of a lot to get a guy like him for a one-year deal. No. Same thing with Equinemius St. Brown. So we signed Equinemius St. Brown. From the Packers, another one-year deal. And when I looked at this one, I know a lot of Bears fans are like, why him? A lot, <laughs> of people, a lot of people want an MVS. And I thought that that was a name that everybody was looking at. But listen, Luke Getze worked with this guy. He sees potential. You guys already know I'm a Notre Dame football fan through and through. So I got a lot of experience with Equinemius. Solid guy. He might be at more of a depth piece, maybe more of a wide receiver 405. But you never know. Again. This is one of those signings that Ryan Poles is just trying to see what's what. He's bargain shopping. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it don't. Right. It's only for a year, right? So it's one-year deal here. It's not going to kill us too badly. So I, I like the idea, right, that Poles is playing it safe. And this is a guy that understands the offense. So we're talking about Mark Darnell Mooney. We're talking about some of these other guys in the offense. Well, this guy knows the system. So that kind of speeds up the learning curve for some of those guys in that wide receiver room. So I thought it was a solid sign. Yeah, me too, man. I thought he's a good type of role player that can really build around Money Moon. So the Bears signed a fullback, A-Dub. When I saw <laughs> that one come across, I said, okay. <laughs> so Kari Blazing game. I see we signed him, and I said, you know, the fullback has definitely been marginalized in the new NFL. So when the Bears went out and got him, I said, ooh, so that means we're going to start running some eye formation again, huh? That's the same thing. It took me back for it. It's like, man, back to the old days. I haven't seen plays really like that in quite a while, man. I, or I don't see it often enough. So it'd be intriguing to see something like that happens, man. Listen, we have not had a true fullback since 2018. And that's the reason why I got excited because, listen, I was so sick of them running David Montgomery out of the shotgun. I was so sick of them running him into situations where it was an obvious running play. It had right. no chance to succeed. Now you get a fullback here that can give uh that can give David Montgomery a little bit of daylight, right? He could get in there and take somebody's head off, and David Montgomery <laughs> has a chance, right? Right. That was right. the thing. There were certain times when David Montgomery didn't even have a chance. Before he's getting the ball in the backfield, there's two people already hitting him. So like I'm okay with the fullback, and I hope this was a Matt Eberflus special right here where he's like, no, between me and Luke Getzey, we're gonna run this fucking football. We're gonna run it down your fucking throat. And that's what I'm thinking too, Perez. Let's run it. Let's run it hard. Let's run it the right way. Got a fullback coming at you full steam. Running back that's going to break some tackles too. So there you go, Perez. And now for some other people that wanted some moves on the defense, hey, we got a defensive end. I loved it. 
Muhammad, to your deal. And listen, this is a Matt Eberflus special audience. And I'm telling you, I always talk about on this show, relationships matter. Because Muhammad comes over here from the Colts, and he's letting y'all know r- real quick in his press, he told y'all about Matt Eberflus. He told you, you better be ready. <laughs> yeah, he knows that Matt don't play, man. So, But you're right. He knows the scheme, though, Perez. He knows the system. It's the kind of guy you li- that you like. And now he's joining the pass rushes being led by Robert Quinn and also with an up-and-coming Travis Gibson. So I'll tell you one thing. While we don't have a Khalil Mack, I think this was a solid pickup to add him to that mix. Yeah, it's, it's to a solid mix at that, Perez. So he's not coming just to any type of system or with any type of players. He got some good guys to play with. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Now, we do got to quickly talk about some of the guys that 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 uh that have signed elsewhere, A-Dub. So, A-Rob, three-year deal with the Rams. We didn't get a chance to talk about this one last week. Great deal for A-Rob. Great damn spot, man. He's in L.A. Khalil's in Ooh. L.A. My Lord, man. <laughs> hey, man, he's feeling good right now. I mean, he should have no worries. I mean, he got, he got a nice little bag on him. So, hey. Good to you, good for you, A Rob. I mean, you're in a great spot, like Fred said. You were playing with the Rams, Stafford, those guys. You should be good. He should be. I'm sure he'll be targeted a hell of a lot more than he was targeted this season. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. He's gonna get his chances. And shit, when you play with a Cooper Cup, and, and, and I don't know what's gonna happen with Odell Beckham, but as of right now, he's still there. Man, A Rob should get a lot of targets in that damn offense. That's that's gonna be pretty that's gonna be pretty disgusting. And also. What happened to the NFL salary cap? Because I feel like, how the hell are the Rams signing all these goddamn people? I don't get man, it. I don't know, man. These guys, I don't know. For I can't even get an answer to that, man. But you're right. The Rams are working, man. And they spend the money. So I'm like, I guess that new arena, whatever, man. <laughs> maybe. Is it, is it giving but, money out like that? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's why the Bears need to hurry get that shit going to Arlington. Oh, man. Be careful with that, Fred. Some of these Chicago fans ain't loving that, bro. <laughs> Listen, they'll get over it real quick when you bring in talent every free agency to your, to your organization because you got money flowing in like that. They'll get oh, over absolutely. it real quick. They'll have a choice for us. Yep. Pat O'Donnell. I know he's public enemy number one with the fan base by signing with Green Bay, but I'm a, this is a mm. little public service announcement from one press to you, audience. We got to get over this people signing with the Packers shit, okay? I hate the Packers. I hate fucking Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? Jim McMahon signed with the damn Packers when he left. Do we hate Jim McMahon? No. Nope. Steve McMichael, Mongo, went over to the Packers. Do we hate him? No. Love him. Salute to you, uh, Steve. And and shit, I hope that everything's going well with you right now. Julius Peppers left Chicago to go sign with the Packers. Now, I wasn't in love with that move either. I'm (laughs) not. I don't feel no type of way against Pep. You You get my drift here, audience. Pat O'Donnell. He did what he had to do. This is a business. It works both ways. If we can sit here and watch a Khalil Mack get traded out of town, then why can't these guys go sign wherever they want to play? Man, they still got to eat, Perez. You know how it go, man. Like you say, it's a business. Players got to play. They want to play. Thank you on the way out, Pat O'Donnell. And I wish, I hope that you put, I hope he has the most punts in NFL history next season. I hope you <laughs> put your goddamn foot off. But you know what? I don't mean no ill will towards him. Because, listen, if he's putting all the goddamn time, that means that offense is trash. For real. So, yeah, that's that's all I got to say. That was my quick little public service announcement. But then other notable guys that signed away, Damian Williams, Elijah Wilkinson, and Tease Tabor, they all signed with the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons, boy, 
they fucking went over. They went through, looked at our roster, and was like, hmm, I want that one, I want that one, and I want that one. Like, damn, y'all tar- targeted everybody. They already took quarter up Patterson from us last year. Like, stop taking all our bears that went from us, man. Damn. <laughs> they they went bear shopping, man. <laughs> Did they? Did they? For real. Deion Bush, one-year contract to the Kansas City Chiefs. That one hurts because you guys know I love Deion Bush. I've talked about him so much on this show. And I ain't going to get mad that Deion Bush went to the Kansas City Chiefs because he just went to a good situation. Well, before they traded away Tyreek Hill, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. See, this is the thing. I, I keep sidetracking all this because I got so many thoughts in my head right now. As soon as Matt Nagy takes his punk ass over there to Kansas City, things, these people start doing weird shit over there. Why the hell are you going <laughs> to trade away your damn top receiver? A speedy receiver like that. What Matt Nagy probably go over there and do say, oh, we could probably win without Tariq Hill. We don't have to spend all that money on Tariq Hill. He probably went over there running his fucking mouth, getting to Andy Reid's head. Man, he forgot who Tariq Hill really is. Man, <laughs> that's top notch right there, Chris. Dude, Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle with Miami, that shit's about to be game over. <laughs> Good Lord. Man, I got my eye on that, Chris. Now, now, I just said a second ago that Deion Bush left to go to KC. But, hey, we did re-sign DeAndre Houston Carson. So Ryan Poles did well there, bringing that guy back to the fold. He is somebody that I've talked about on this show often on this as being a key pillar to this team and a Sir. key special teams guy. And one of those guys is like a really ultimate glue guy. So I'm really glad that we brought him back to the fold, bro. Well, it shows that Ryan Poles did his homework, Perez. Looked at film and everything else that we talked about. So I'm glad to see him back with the team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, Hakeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Tariq Cohen, Andy Dalton, and Tyshawn Gibson also remain unsigned. I'm going to be really curious to see where Hakeem Hicks is up, man. I'm really curious to see that situation play out. Yeah, I'm with you, man, because I want to know what he's going to sign for, Perez. Uh, most likely he's not going to come back to the Bears, right? That everyone's been talking about. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm really intrigued to see where he go, man, because I still like Hicks, man. Oh, yeah, I love Hicks. I love him so much. Um so I don't know, man. Like when you look at where we got in free agency, obviously, audience, we're at the point now with this thing that Ryan Poles has already dug in. He's already letting you know what he is and isn't going to do here. So I'm just curious to see what's going to happen at corner, and I'm also curious to see what's going to happen there with the safety position. You know, he's made a couple moves there with the linebackers. He's making some couple moves there with the offensive line. He's done whatever he's going to do with the wide receivers. I think that in the draft, he's probably going to start the he's probably going to target that wide receiver position a little bit more. But I'm wondering if free agency, A Dub, what's going to happen with the quarterback position, what they're going to do with safety. Because I think there's got to be a couple moves left that he's kind of thinking about right now. Yeah, because we still got some holes there, Perez. You're right, man. That's still got to be a target for us. But I know he had to get through so much already, right? He had to get through the cap and all that stuff and trades and all those different things. And so now where we are right now. So hopefully that's still a, a top priority for him going forward. I'm sure it will be. And also, too, you know that he's going to prioritize the draft as well. You brought that point up on the last episode. I think that's very true. But like I said, I'm, I'm seeing how Ryan Pace is – I mean, Ryan Poles is moving right now, very methodical. I think the draft is going to be where you're going to see an eye for where his mind is when it comes to players and positions. Versatility we know is a big thing for him. So we'll see what happens. But as we mentioned earlier – with Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields getting this work in, they're getting a lot of work in ahead of the Bears offseason program, which starts April 4th. Leading up into that audience, A-Dub and I will have you guys covered there. And April is going to be the month where we're going to cover all things NFL draft. Stay on the lookout for that content. We got y'all. Yeah, stay tuned.
All right, A-Dub, man. Let's get up out of here, man. You got some time with your family coming up, bro. And I need to make some moves over here. So, Yes, sir. Hold it down that tournament, man. I got you, fam.